do I age well? It's something I often ponder on. My name's Rosaria Barreto, and I want to find out what it takes to live a healthy and happy life as we age. I'm a clinical exercise specialist, and for the past five years, I've worked with nearly a thousand older adults, and as a result, have had the chance to talk to a diverse range of happy and healthy and not so happy and healthy people in their 70s, 80s and 90s. And I want to know what it takes to be able to look back and confidently say, "Mm, I lived an amazing life. Why not join me in this exploration on what it takes to live happily and healthily and learn how to age well? How do I age well? It's something I often ponder on. My name's Rosaria Barreto, and I want to find out what it takes to live a healthy and happy life as we age. I'm a clinical exercise specialist, and for the past five years, I've worked with nearly a thousand older adults, and as a result, have had the chance to talk to a diverse range of happy and healthy, and not so happy and healthy people in their 70s, 80s, and 90s. And I want to know what it takes to be able to look back and confidently say, "Mm, I lived an amazing life. Why not join me in this exploration on what it takes to live happily and healthily and learn how to age well? Hi guys, so welcome back to How to Age Well with me, Rosario Barreto. Um, I am on another walk today. I don't have a lot of time during my week to sit down and kind of set myself up. And I also find it much easier to talk when I am walking and moving. Um, So you might get a little bit of background noise. I think there's somebody currently using some sort of chainsaw and it's super loud. So I hope you can't hear that. Um, But you might hear some leaves, some wind, my dog. Um, But hopefully it's part of the enjoyment of listening. So I'm going to be talking about meditation today. Now, don't switch off. Don't switch to the next one. It's not going to be a kind of like a lecture about why we need to meditate and why it's important and how to do it and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be a journey, a conversation about my journey meditating. Now, the first time I was ever told to meditate and kind of found out about meditation when I was probably about 15, 16, my mum had said, why don't you try meditating? And she's been a long term or a long time meditator. And I just turned around and was like, oh yeah, right. Whatever, mum. Like not interested. I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't feel like it helps me. And that happened for many years and I gave it some good goes. Um, I tried to learn how to sit and meditate and I just found it boring. My brain was so overactive. Like I'm constantly thinking, I am constantly doing, I'm pretty sure, um, I've got something called inattentive ADHD. Um, and you can look it up. I won't talk about that today. Um, but basically I, I can't stop my brain from working, from thinking about things. And that's led to lots of worry, anxiety, I've depression, different things that have really affected my mental well-being. But only in the last two to three years have I started meditating. And the only way I can do that is by guided meditation. So in a yoga class or in by listening to a podcast that is offering some guided meditation. And it's really, really transformed the way that I look after my mental health. I started 
suffering with quite severe depression in 20, I wouldn't say 2021. So mid pandemic, I basically burnt out. I couldn't keep up with life. Um, a lot of us struggled with the mental challenges we faced during the global pandemic. But what happened with me was I run my business and my business was so, so high demand. So I, I was doing really, really well during, throughout the pandemic. I work with older people. I work with people with chronic health conditions and there was this massive push from the government. So the demand was there and I couldn't match that. I wanted to help as many people as I could, but I couldn't. So I felt like I was letting people down and I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety. So they recommended things like a group CBT class and different things like that. And I was like, I'm not interested in group CBT. I feel like I need a one-to-one support, somebody who can help me, who can really focus on me. And that's when I first found therapy. And through that therapy, um, I was encouraged to do lots of other things, so like meditating, breathing workshops. And now I meditate at least once a week, which is not nearly enough as I should. And some periods I do it every day, maybe more than once a day, depending on where my mindset is at. And some days, some times I might go a few weeks, especially if I'm on holiday without doing any meditation. But it's a way for me to ground myself. And one of the most powerful types of meditation that I use is a breathing focused meditation. So really focusing on calming my mind and grounding myself and being present. And I know that sounds like for anyone who's listening, who's never meditated before or doesn't believe in um, kind of those things or hasn't done it before. I don't blame you. It doesn't sound effective. It doesn't, maybe it doesn't resonate with you. It doesn't necessarily sell it for you I, I I know because I've been there I've like for many years I was like no poo-pooing that not interested what's meditation going to do it's a scam different things like that but for me I have been able to really monitor and manage my levels of anxiety and depression so when I as soon now as I soon as soon as I start to feel anxious I put on a breathing meditation, a guided breathing meditation. I put on a gratitude meditation. I put on something that's specifically focused to the way that I feel. So if I'm feeling really anxious about being angry, so maybe I've had a fallout with somebody and as a result, I have increased anxiety. I feel a bit sick, um, different things like that. I will specifically search up anxiety meditation for feeling angry or whatever it is. And Sometimes it takes a while to find the guided meditation that you like the sound of. Sometimes it takes a while to find one that's suitable for you. There are lots of people out there doing and teaching guided meditation and not everybody's great at it. But I found some specific people which I'm happy to share in the notes that I would really recommend for guided meditation as well as guided breathing meditations. And I think the power around guided breathing and guided meditation is you're distracting yourself. So you're stopping and you're not thinking about whatever's worrying. And sometimes you don't know what you're worried about when it comes to anxiety. You're just worried. You just feel unsettled. And 
the great thing about the meditation, especially when it's guided, is you're listening to somebody else's voice. Now, the way that impacts aging is we all know that physical and mental health is like should be a number one priority. And for most of us, it isn't. We either do one or the other. Maybe we don't do anything, but it should be. And I've always thought like with the power of exercise, because I love exercise, I can I can do everything. Like the exercise is going to manage my mental health. It's going to fix my mental health. But the fact that we go to the gym, the fact that we go to a group exercise class, the fact that we go for a walk, maybe we go for a run, maybe we play a sport, whatever exercise you're doing, it is therapy for your body and for your hormones and your mind. But we also need to kind of exercise our brain, right? And that doesn't mean going to the gym. That means stopping what you're doing and f- spending some time on your, your mind. We don't look after our minds enough. We're never taught to look after our minds. And I think that's, it's like a terrible, terrible thing. And no, no one, most people don't know that like, like you should be spending so much time working on your mental health, like thinking about life and, and dealing with the rubbish that's going on in your head. Right. And that's how I think meditation is so powerful. It supports you through that process you're allocating certain time throughout the day whether it's five minutes or it's half an hour to stopping to thinking to breathing you know we will do another podcast on breathing because breathing most of us don't even breathe properly and I'm going to try and find a breathing expert who we can talk about this too but like continue to consistently take time out of your day to focus and work on your mindset. There are different ways to do it, but meditation is one of those fantastic, easy, free tools to do that. I'm out of breath today on my walk. Um, So that's kind of my opinion and experience with meditation. It's something I'm still working on. I'm not fantastic at meditating. I can get very distracted. And sometimes I literally just put a guided meditation on the background, but I might be doing something like driving or not a sleep meditation because don't drive and do sleep meditations, but, um, or like I'm maybe in the kitchen and I'm cooking. So I'm not a hundred percent present thinking about those things, but those calming words, those trigger words that are just kind of regaining my attention and bringing me back to the present are so valuable, even though maybe it doesn't feel valuable in that moment, it will be valuable. Um, so anyway, now what I'm doing is I'm trying to once a day, but it doesn't happen. It's not at the moment to do a 10 minute meditation in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I don't do any in the evening, but I would really like to um, it's something I'm not in a very good habit of. And if you haven't listened to my habit podcast um, episode, go and listen to that. It's all about exercise, but it's the same when it comes to anything like creating habits around <laughs> healthy lifestyle choices, right? We want to, I was in a really, really good habit of every morning doing, I've made a playlist on on Spotify called my morning routine. And in that mor- morning routine, I have certain guided either meditations, words of affirmation, um, or like, um, motivational, um, episodes that 
make allow me to start my day in a really positive and powerful mood. And I have been in a really good practice where I've been doing that every day. But I know that I should do it more. I know that I should do a little just before bed meditation to calm me. Recently, I haven't been falling asleep as quickly as I usually do. So I need to get back into that. But it is, it's just about to be Christmas. So I've got a lot on my mind. I get quite stressed about the whole new year, new thing, new me, new thing. I don't, I don't believe in new me, new year, new me, but I do believe in setting new goals and kind of new starts and refreshing yourself and all of that. And I try to go into a new year with that mindset of whatever's happened doesn't matter. Let's try and do this better this time around. Like let's do this again, but even better, more positively. You've grown, you've had another year of life, right? You want to really improve where you are in life, whether it's your mindset, whether it's your career, whether it's your lifestyle, different things like that. So I do tend to get anxious quite a lot during December. Um, I have a lot more tools behind me now that can help me with managing that anxiety. So that's me. I've done my loop, my walk around the apple orchard that I do with Biggie every day. It's been quite good, just weighing on everything. Um, But yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you found that insightful. Maybe it's something that you relate to. Maybe it's something that you've never really thought about. Go and try some meditation. Maybe you need some external support, like going to a yoga class or you've got somebody in the room where you actually physically take time out of your day. I know that that's really helpful when I've got someone telling me to meditate and I'm in a room where I have to listen. I can't do anything else. I can't distract myself through, um, I can't distract myself with cooking or cleaning or work or my Instagram. Um, and also try podcasts. Like you don't have to spend any money on meditation, but I would really encourage you to try it. Maybe it's not for you, but definitely give it a go and keep trying. It might not fit the first time round. It might be the sixth time round. And that's it for me. My name's Rosario Barreto and thank you so much for listening to How to Age Well. If you've enjoyed the podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a moment to leave a review. Your feedback means so much and helps others to find out about how to age well. My name's Rosario Barreto and thank you so much for listening to How to Age Well. If you've enjoyed the podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a moment to leave a review. Your feedback means so much and helps others to find out about how to age well.